Welcome back to another episode of Man Cave Movie Night. My name is Lucas. And I'm not. All right. <laughs> yeah. And that's how we're starting this Ooh. week, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> this week we're going to talk about a very... It's already a perfect episode. I know. Yep. We, we can just we're stop here and have another perfect episode just like we did last time. Um, this week we're talking about James Gunn, who is a very prolific and relevant director, because that's always what we talk about, our prolific and relevant people. And with that, you may have heard of a movie called Superman Legacy, which he has written and will be directing coming out in 2025. And with that, you may have also heard that Henry Cavill is being recast, which means they're on the hunt for a new actor for Superman. Oh. And I think I would be a pretty good Superman. Do you guys agree or what? Absolutely, I agree. I think you're tall. You're allergic to green rocks. I mean, you'd be great, man. Exactly. Yeah. And that's all you need. You have to be obscenely tall, just like Henry Cavill was and just like Christopher Reeves yep. um, was. Rest in peace. But um, yeah. I'm going to just send you guys a couple lines here really quick. And, Brandon uh, Ruth is another actor who has played Superman. Yeah, but we don't care about him. Okay. So, uh, Niall, do. I want you to read this line to me, and then I'm going to play off of it as though I'm auditioning for Superman, you know, just like how you do. So, so you're Lex Luthor. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna respond. Okay. Okay, you ready? <laughs> do you want me to like do a Lex Luthor type voice, or well, do you want me you don't just have like to. I'm you reading the just, sides? You can just do it. You just can't take away from my performance as Superman. So. Sure. Okay. I'm just gonna read the sides. Yeah. Remember who the star is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kryptonite, Superman. A little piece of the rock you were born on. I've spared no expense to make you feel right at home. I never lie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all okay. right. Yeah. All right. I can see. I, feel like I that was pretty that. good. I yeah, feel like that's pretty good. Okay. I like it. Um, uh, Jared, this one is. I'm a little. For you. I I don't know if I'm uh, concerned about your performance. The the writing maybe is a little weird, but <laughs> I guess no. that's on James Gunn. That's not on you. Well, this is from Superman One, uh, the original movie from the '70s. Is that response? Mm. <clears throat> Uh, it might be the wrong response, but okay. that's all I would say. Okay, great. That's really what, what's most important. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jared, this is for you. Go ahead. Yeah, this one's ready. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. You will bow down before me, Jor-El. I swear it. No matter if it takes an eternity, you will bow down before me, both you and one day your heirs. Is that how a warped brain like you gets its kits? Excuse me, let me try that one more time. Sorry. That's like, that's <laughs> yeah, no, it's all good. Sorry. It's all good. I'm so sorry. I, uh, Take it one more I'm time. I'm just getting too much in my head. I just stumbled over it. Sorry, I'll, I'll try again. Yeah, maybe Jared just give him the little end of that line again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Both just that you, last sentence. One day, your heirs. Is that how a warped brain like you gets its kicks? By planning the death of innocent people? Mm. Pretty good. Pretty that's good pretty that's good. a good pose. That was a really Superman pose. Yeah, I like that. Okay. It. Um,. I just feel like you're you're too Henry Cavill right now. Yeah, that's right? true. Like I'm getting a lot back, and we're, we're replacing similar. him, so sure. we don't want a, just a, a duplicate. Could you give me a just like a variant? Kind of do your own thing. My own Here, thing. Well, okay. I, I, I want think you to shine. I'll, I'll try that with this next one. I think yeah. I think this next line gives you a real opportunity to kind of show, you know, the difference between like the Zack Snyder Superman and yeah. maybe a, a a brighter, more comic comic gooder, accurate uh, like yeah. yes. Um. What a Superman. Superman. I'm here to fight for truth, justice, and the American way. 
Now that was yeah, original. That's the that one. Wasn't that good? Okay. That's that really was, good. I really felt good hip, about that one. That, that was one, wow. Like, just hit it really now. well. And how. And how. Okay. I feel like that should be enough content for James Gunn to be able to look at us, find us. First of all, he'll obviously be listening to this podcast. And yeah, so, everybody tag James Gunn, though, yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, tag James Gunn so he'll be sure to listen to this. And then so that he We want to make sure that he be sure to listen to this. He'd be sure to yeah. listen to this if, podcast. When he for sure is be sure to listen to it, oh, then he can You know, I should have shaved Joe. before doing this. <laughs> oh, man. Now he's going to say, Superman never has a beard. Superman oh, doesn't have so a beard. Lucas. We do. Here's here's the magic of of Superman. We can remove your facial hair. Yeah, for you. facial oh, hair is famously removable, and no one will be. No one will be able. To tell. They did it so flawlessly already. They can just do it again with me. Okay. It, it won't James create. Gunn, we know you're watching. We know you want me for Superman. Give me a call. My number is three. Welcome back yet again. We say welcome back all the time because we just love having you with us here at Man Cave Movie Night where my name is Lucas. And my, my name is Jared. is Niall. And this week we're talking about James Gunn. We've already talked a little bit of, excuse me, a little burp you got going there. Uh, the worst <laughs> thing for an audio platform. Well, you couldn't hear it. It was an inaudible burp. So Hopefully. that makes it acceptable. Hopefully you yeah, could see it though. So. You can probably see it. Yeah. But um, we're going to talk about James Gunn. And I'm just going to read a little blurb from his Wikipedia because obviously that's the best place to get information on a person. It says that James Gunn <laughs> is an American filmmaker and executive. He began his career as a screenwriter in the mid-90s, starting at Troma Entertainment with Tromeo and Juliet, 1997. He then began yeah. working as a director, starting with the horror comedy film Slither and moving to the superhero genre with Super. Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, The Suicide Squad, and the forthcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. In 2022, Warner Brothers Discovery mm. hired James Gunn and Peter Safran to become co-chairman and co-CEOs of DC Studios. That's a pretty good, concise, you know, bio on a guy. I mean, he's had some pretty serious and cool and good accolades. And personally, everything that I've seen from him, I've really enjoyed. You know, he's not got like a thousand things in his repertoire as far as like stuff he's done. But everything that I've watched that he's either written or directed... Or, like, executive produced, because I guess technically executive produced Endgame and, like, Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all good stuff. Yeah. So, what about you guys? I like him. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Now I'm coughing. We're just covering all of the audio no-no sins. Um, I like him. I will admit, and I think I'm admitting, admitting this for all three of us, haven't seen Slither, haven't seen <laughs> Super. I have seen Super. I've not seen Slither, yeah, but I've well, heard it's very good. Mm-hmm. Will you Chris pretend that you good. haven't, so that we can all be? I'll pretend that I haven't. Yep, so okay, that great. all of us are equal. We haven't seen Slither and Super. Great. Yep. And um, so, like, we're calling this James Gunn, but Loki, we're probably just going to be talking about Guardians and then um, New DC, like Suicide Squad, New DC stuff, and and that'll kind of be the focus. Just want to be up front about that now so that we don't get yeah you know, we're probably thousands not gonna die of slither fans <laughs> yeah yeah ton of slither. Like, i'm sure yeah slither. his horror side stuff is really cool and like dawn of the dead which he wrote and you know some of that other stuff is really awesome we just haven't personally consumed it yet and so we're just going to go off of what we have consumed which is a superhero stuff which is good i think at least pretty good likely 
pretty, pretty, pretty good. Have you guys seen Peacemaker as well? That was a DC thing he did. It was a TV show. I have wrote and directed gotten around to it. It's it's in the plan. I've never wanted to watch it. Okay. Well, let me it's tell you. It's pretty universally it's renowned as good. a Yeah, a it's good. Show. It's, like, yeah. it's like a random <laughs> thing that you would not expect to be good, but it's actually quite fun. And I think Jared, it, it kind of has the boys vibes at times. So, Jared, I think mm. you would enjoy it. I think it's kind of right up your alley in terms of, like, kind of more raunchy superhero stuff. And, you know, people die and people have genuine character development. And, you know, there's bad guys. So Jared famously only likes things if they're quite raunchy. Yeah, yeah, like kind of to any, thing. it's kind of like, like on Halloween, anime. you just put sexy in front of something. Yeah, yeah. and, then and like, then, oh, I'm a sexy cat. I'm a sexy nurse. I don't like cats. I don't like nurses. Right. right. I don't like superhero unless it's a raunchy yeah. superhero. It's his main. Exactly. It's his main complaint with the Toy Story franchise. <laughs> it's not raunchy enough or it's sexy. Just not raunchy yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If they made raunchy Toy yeah, honestly, Story, all, honestly, honestly, all Pixar. He just has Toy Story Five colon it's yeah. raunchy and sexy this time. <laughs> I'd watch Cars that. two. Cars two got close. Cars two gets close. <laughs> yeah, it gets close. Cars two gets close. Let's let's hope Cars four brings it around town too. <laughs> Although I don't think that's happening. Unfortunately, it was not. Cars four. This so. time it's live action. Oh <laughs> man. Cars four, Fast Eleven. Fa- oh. Come on. That one just switches to a different fast um, franchise. Niall, of <laughs> right. course, is referencing the fact that Dwayne Johnson, our friend of the podcast, shout out to Dwayne, um, yeah, today Zoe. announced. Let's effing go. Let's effing go. Let's effing go. Sip your Zoa, <laughs> a frequent uh, collaborator and sponsor of the podcast as well. Shout out to Zoa. Um, announced today that there is a live action Moana movie coming out. So we're making this episode in April of 2023. Movie probably won't come out until 2025 or six. Hopefully we're going to make the hot out. prediction now that it either <laughs> won't come out or if it does, it's bad and it flops. If either of those two things uh, don't happen, I'll give you a dollar. Yeah. What, do you me. still make a movie when you announce it and it gets 100% negative consumer feedback on the announcement? <laughs> well, see, we'll see. Here's a, here's a fun way to tie that into James Gunn. He got fired from Guardians 3 back in 2018. True. And when that happened, there was 100% negative feedback. People were like, don't even make the movie. It makes no sense to make it if you don't have the guy who made it, like, make the conclusion of the, like, trilogy. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, they did. They hired him back so that he can make it. And it comes out yeah. next month. So this is kind of like an anticipatory episode for that because we'll make an actual episode about that movie when it comes out. But um, let's talk about those Guardians movies. Uh, Niall, I think you have a question in relation to those. Correct? I have a question in relation to those. And the question is, well, actually, I think Jared has a question about. Oh no, Jared! Sorry, my yeah, mind, a my mind is want. constantly a mess. Jared, look, I was, I'm, I'm all about this yes and, sure, you know, improv mentality. I was just going to switch questions with not. Well, I was okay. going to say, well, I can have a question, but it's not going to be the question. You want me to ask it? Well, I'll ask my question, then you can ask your. Yeah, follow-up. let's have. Okay. A... Well, it wasn't going to be a follow up. It was just going to be a. But yeah, you ask your question. Yeah, my question is. <laughs> Guardians and the Galaxy 1 and 2. Oh, dude, yeah. that's actually a really good perspective. I had never thought about it that way. Yeah. 1 and 2, huh. Yeah. Niall, I think you should go first. All right. Because I just need um, a second to, okay. to think So, let me just get this right out of the way. <coughs> I think that Guardians of the Galaxy is this generation's like star wars you know 
Ooh, of wow. just Ooh. a really cool... Certainly like, better than this generation's actual Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It, like, when you saw Guardians of the Galaxy, you, like, a lot of people, most people, didn't know what to expect. Um, even, like, relative comic book fans like me, I'd heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy, hadn't read a comic, didn't really know. Even the, the lineup that game, James Gunn chose was a much more recent lineup of the Guardians of the Galaxy than the original lineup was. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, even like fans of Guardians of the Galaxy probably didn't know what to expect because maybe it wasn't the lineup they were familiar with. And so um, when it came out, I think it just had that almost like mystical, um, like, well, it's a Marvel movie, so it's probably going to be good, but we don't really know. And then you go and see it, and it's just this insanely vibrant movie with all of these different worlds attached to it and, and crazy character designs that don't feel out of place. Like, they feel like designs from the same universe, you know? And then wrap all of that around an actual, like, heartfelt and and emotional story. And it's just like... It, it, it's like the fun family sci-fi movie of this generation and i loved it so much and i remember going to the second one and loving it not as much as the first one but still really liking it and having gone back and watched it recently i'm like okay m maybe i was just trying too hard for this to be the first one because the second one really is awesome i do <laughs> I like the second one a lot. lot i liked it much more on a second watch um but i just uh, I love, like, kind of hyper-stylized movies, mm -hmm. and this is one of the few that you get in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that doesn't just just feel like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it, feels it actually like feels like more. its own movie. Yeah. And you can watch them independently of the other ones and not miss out on anything, just because you're like, oh, I didn't watch the last Ant-Man movie, how am I going to watch the next <laughs> Guardians movie? Right. That's not right. at all the case with these ones. Yeah. Which is super refreshing. But I guess I'll talk about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and yeah, 2. Yeah, that was a good answer, Niall. Yeah, that was a really good Thanks, answer. Guys. Really good. Um, really good on that one. I remember distinctly um, when Guardians 1 came out. It was 2014, and my family and I were on vacation. And it was like, okay, well, there's this new Marvel movie that came out. Um, I guess we'll go see it. Um, and so we went to go see it, and it was awesome. You know, I was like 14 or 15 years old, and it was great. It was really, really awesome. And I, you know, ever since then have loved those characters. And I think this movie is a testament to the fact that, you know, good characters is really what makes a movie or just a story good because those characters were completely unknown. Like for the by I mean, like by and large, no one really knew who the Guardians were. Like some, you know, comic fans obviously did know who they were, but just in the general public's mind, they're just complete randos. And the fact that you can walk up to most people and say, hey, who's Rocket Raccoon? Who's Groot? Who's Gamora? And people are like, oh, 100% know exactly who that is. Like, that's wild. Yeah. Um, totally speaks to the quality of James Gunn's writing and directing and just how cool these stories are. I mean, obviously, they've kind of showed up in other stuff since then. Rip their appearance in Thor 4. Um, but <laughs> otherwise, everything that Guardians... Know. I is, mean, it was, a, it was just a small little thing at the beginning. It was just a small beginning. little thing that it was but like... But you could, you could feel the lack of James Gunn. You there, really could. You know? It was just like yeah, Rocket... Fair. Everyone says like one line except for Star-Lord, who's kind of like, hey, look, I'm the human guy, and I'll kind of relate to Thor, my guy. Also, I'm yeah. Chris Pratt, who audiences love. And well, then and they, they had great rapport, or like... 
you know, on-screen chemistry in Infinity War. Oh, yeah, which is why I, I think... was so bummed they didn't in Thor, <laughs> because it was just like, okay, cool. I guess we're just yeah, going to yeah. neuter these characters' interactions. Um, but that's neither here nor there, because we're talking about the positive stuff that James Gunn has done. And maybe he had some... Well, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, currently, yeah, correct. Two? Volume 1 and 2? Yeah, focus. Um, I do love Volume 2 as well. I, I remember seeing it in theaters and loving it as well. Um, and I'm kind of glad that it's taken so long for Guardians 3 to come out because it just kind of allows us to live with these characters a little bit more. Um, so I'm really looking forward to it. It's a month from today, actually. Or tomorrow. Wow. Well, yeah, tomorrow, today. Today depending for the on listener, probably. Um, but, I, yeah, I really love those movies. They're definitely some of my favorite in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And like I've said before, um, if Guardians 3 is bad, I'm just going to give up on Marvel because there's just... <laughs> That's it, really. Oh, no. I mean, it's just like, hey, man. after so many disappointments recently, it's like, how much can you beat a man down before you expect him to keep getting back up like Captain America says? Hey, Not everyone's I, Captain America, okay? I've got some bad news for you, Lucas. Uh-oh. If it's Uh-oh. bad, it's Marvel's fault. But if it's good, it's James Gunn's fault, and that doesn't necessarily mean a positive future for yeah, Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you know what I mean, though? Like, it's yeah. just... Ugh. Yeah, if Marvel's found a way to screw up James Gunn's Guardians, Guardians. of the Galaxy 3, it's especially a bad deal. Especially you know? sad. <laughs> but I also love the holiday special, which wasn't technically a part of Jared's question, but I'm going to bring it up because I thought it was fun and good as well. Me too. Yeah, I thought it was stupid. <laughs> In a waste of 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Mr. Sad and Mean Guy. That's me. Sad? <laughs> It's That's sad. me. It's sad if you don't like Famously it. sad. Um, cool. Well, I'll answer the question now. Nice. Um, I, similar to you both, remember seeing this in theaters very, very vividly. I waited for it to go to the discount theater in our, town, in our town. And I ended up going with my grandma as an afterthought. Like, I was just fully going to miss this movie. Uh-huh. I did not expect anything from it i didn't think it would be good i didn't care about any of these characters honestly like the buzz was kind of like yeah i've heard it's like good Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but like i didn't i don't ever remember it being like overwhelmingly like the junior high buzz can't be that popping i mean that's the i don't know (laughs) that is true um but i do remember then just again one random thursday or something going to this movie with my grandma and just losing it, like from scene one, just laughing and caring and, and loving it so much. And I'm like, what are all these other Marvel movies doing? You know, <laughs> like these, this random group of a tree and like a raccoon yeah. <laughs> just blew me away. I think it followed you up know? Thor 2 and Iron Man 3 as well, which were <laughs> <Yeah>. not popular. <laughs> Directly preceded yeah. um, The Winter Soldier. Well, there you go. Yeah, so, like, that's true. Winter Soldier yeah, and that it, came out the same We didn't really cool. have that kind of Captain America renaissance yet, you know? So it sure. was... I, I, you're totally right. It was kind of preceded by some, some weaker hits. Generally, I love yeah. Iron Man 3. Everybody knows that. Mm. We know that. James Gunn knows isn't about that. Yeah, James And Gunn. Jared loves Nice Guys. And I do Another love Shane nice Black guys. movie. Yes, but we're not here to talk about We're not there. <laughs> Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I, sometimes I just get sidetracked thinking about yeah, Shane yeah. Black. 
Shane Black. Shane Black, Predator. Predator. The new, the new one. The new one. Did, Did you guys watch that? <laughs> no. no. I heard it was stinky, poopy, baddie. Um, yeah, but you know it wasn't. Guardians 1 and 2. That's so true. true. I think that was And one so of I loved coming. it in the theater. Um, and kind of, Lucas, you were just saying that it has to do with characters. And I think that is true. But I think one thing that this movie does right in accordance with all of the other great Marvel movies is it just understands the exact tone, the, you know, what package they're trying to sell for the movie. It knows exactly what the movie intends to be. And then every element of the movie contributes to that. Absolutely. Like, same with um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Knew exactly it was going for a spy, thriller, like espionage kind of movie everything contributed to that and it knocked it out of the park and so i think just tonally it was consistent uh and it was very refreshing it was very fun very exciting um yeah and the chemistry of the cast was just amazing oh yeah seriously they all get uh they get along really well in real life it seems as well which is kind of fun Mm -hmm. i mean two of the main characters are never on set because they're just voices, but even then, right. it's still cool. Um, and one of them's just talking about cars. <laughs> and how much better he is than Dwayne loves. Johnson. <laughs> but also, please come back, brother. brother it's your destiny. His brother, brother. Um, <laughs> I So, James Gunn today released the soundtrack for Volume 3. Um, don't say anything about it. No, I was going to say, I don't want to listen to it. Like yeah, I'm not gonna look at it, and I'm like I don't want to know, know anything is. about that yet. I feel like that's kind of weird. He released it so early, because I'm excited to kind of watch the movie and just see what mm-hmm. the songs are. Because I really like that with one, obviously, because you had no idea what it was gonna be. But especially with two, because it was like, oh man, one did it so well. What's yeah. two gonna be like? And two does it yeah. just as well, I think. Especially in the beginning with the little Groot dance, the baby Groot. Yeah, thing. Mr. Blue Sky yeah. and everything. Yeah. Which great. Mr. Blue Sky, obviously one of my my favorite genres is like 70s classic rock Mm -hmm. right that whole decade i think is filled with gems and and so i've probably found mr blue sky or in high school Mm -hmm. sometime right and that came out the end of our senior year yeah and so i was like i was familiar with it i'd showed one of our friends grantland we would play it in the car and then we got to the show and we didn't know what songs were going to be played. And then Mr. Blue Sky came on and we just did like this across the theater, like (laughs) (laughs) Like looking at each other. That's so cool. And I was like, well, that's sick that like people get to hear the song, Mm -hmm. you know? And now I can't stop hearing it. Yep. It's everywhere. Which (laughs) I do like that song. If it was any other song, I don't know. Something about the, the soundtracks that he's curated. I've heard all of the songs from the Guardians volume one and two hundreds of oh, times yeah. Now, yeah. oh yeah like. the am i sick of chugga, any of them ooga, ooga, no ooga, except chugga. maybe cherry bomb oh well i thought i was sick of cherry bomb when i heard it the first time <laughs> right um isn't that an that scene movie too? where he cherry bomb i don't think so mm. is it not in scott pilgrim these are things i don't know it's not in scott pilgrim okay i know that I for so. a full-on fact but 
<laughs> that cherry bomb scene is like the only scene that I have an active complaint about out of either of these movies. Because it's cherry bomb, first of all, which I don't like. And it's yeah. like too loud. <laughs> like they're having cherry like planning bomb. conversations and she's shouting cherry bomb. And you're kind of oh, like, I, I feel like I want to hear what they're saying a little bit better than I am. I do yeah. like that song, actually. That's Maybe yeah, that's well, a hot take, but I like that with, song. Uh, yeah, with, that is a hot take, with, I think, with us. With um, <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky... Yeah, that was a that was a song that I like grew up listening to. It's one of my dad's favorites because like Electric Light Orchestra also kind of exists in that like kind of prog world. They have a lot of For weird sure. like, you know, weird stuff. And so my dad was always showing me that kind of stuff. And that was like a family anthem for a long <laughs> time. Yeah. And so it was like it was one of those things where I think high school me was a little bit bummed when it was in the movie just because it's like, well, now this thing that I knew about and I'm like, I'm cool and hipster and now everybody else knows about it, but I knew about it yeah. when it was like cool. In classic to, yeah. gatekeeping fashion. Exactly. And now <laughs> yeah. I'm just glad, like looking back on it, I'm just like, it's a great song and I'm glad that it had an opportunity to be heard by mm -hmm. more people, you know? No, I th and that's I like, think... I'm sure how a lot of people who lived through the 70s and 80s and whatnot felt about the first one and the second one is like all of this cool music is coming back now you know and like yeah. that's that's something that i really really love about these movies is that it like it's a really good way to kind of i guess i guess be attractive to multiple generations um by having that music for them that also is going to be appealing to us because music is very often timeless, but then also just being a Marvel movie and drawing those kind of younger crowds. It's, it really is like from a marketing business standpoint, just an excellent <laughs> plan of attack yeah. to make sure that your movie is going to be appealing, but not in a cheap way, you know, like it's appealing to everybody in a way that is artistic and serves the story and serves the art. And it's, it's really, really smart. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, we yeah. talked about the movie soundtrack stuff last week, or just so recently, and he was the guy that none of us answered, but all of us knew what right. was one of the answers, right? So. <laughs> Which, I mean, is by far one of the most popular soundtracks of the last oh, like, yeah. 20, oh, 30, 50 years. Yeah, seriously. You know? um, I, I want to ask, while we're still on the Guardians, what is your favorite um, Guardian. song? Ah. From the the soundtracks, but yeah, maybe maybe one of those questions like, should we cast ourselves? Ooh, <laughs> it's been a while. I think I'm kind of like ourselves. a Star Lord, you know, just kind of like <laughs> the quirky leader. You are. You're the best. You're like one it. out of all. No, of I think. I mean, you're very Superman. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, you know? I think you're more and Superman. There's no Superman. So you're, you like, could be Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock. Mm, yeah, I think because you're Adam our Warlock. golden boy, the golden Jared God. Star Lord. <laughs> I'm still bummed Glenn Howerton isn't in these movies. I know. Maybe he'll show up as a cameo or something, oh, but I, at this point I doubt it. Dude, it would have been so funny. If he had been <laughs> he Adam Warlock, oh, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Oh. Um, Niall, you're, is, is John C. Riley in these movies? He the is, one? actually. Yeah, <laughs> that's who you He's are. One of Nova members. My favorite guardian of the galaxy is John C. Riley's side character. <laughs> Hey, it's better than he's Glenn funny. Close. He's funny in it. I just like when Niall gives me the main character and then I give him someone. Someone <laughs> yeah, nobody knows who I'm talking about. I appreciate it. Niall, if I'm Star-Lord, you're Gamora. Oh. Thanks, man. So we can uh, 
and I'm Drax then. Yep. Yes. Because I'm because you're killing the vibe. I'm killing the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's your favorite song? Let's see. Favorite song. Mm, Scooby Doo song is in one of these, right? Uh, Scooby Doo song is not in one of these. <laughs> Let me look it up. Song you threw this question on me too quick. I gotta, I gotta look up the songs. Yeah, I, yeah, I've got like answers. It's like the most. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know every song. Okay, I don't know every song. Not every one. Jeez, bro, every it's song. hard for me to remember songs. I, Knowing songs isn't the only. Thing. <laughs> I, I have a theory about a song that's in volume three okay um because i heard some i heard a sound from it at the very beginning of the first trailer for it but then it turned into another song and uh hmm. if that song hmm. is truly in the third one then 100 percent that's my answer but um it's roundabout but yes but um <laughs> sure. we it would also fit the guardians vibe it'd be perfect. perfectly and I would love for everyone to know that song. Same, same. One of the perfect songs. Okay, let I think me look at these lists. Mine, not because of the scene or anything, but just when I go back and listen to the soundtrack, it just sticks out. You know, it's not one that's super overplayed. It's um, "I'm Not in Love" so by Ten CC, and the beginning of that song, like, and just all of like those kind of ethereal pad yeah. chords going on through the whole thing, just give me chills. And it's very, like, space-like fun. Space fun. It's very space yeah, fun. Yeah, it's space fun. It's space fun. Okay, answer Big quick, because okay. people are just waiting for you guys. Fine, to okay, my answer is The Chain. I really like that song a lot. Oh, great. Good so, answer. Yeah, yeah. I like that they're in that movie. That, that song very good answer. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, like, the climax of the second one, right? Yeah, it's in the second one. Yeah, it's in the second one. Yeah, that's, like, when they're fighting Ego. Yes. Yeah, I think... Oh, man, I'm trying to remember the exact moment. I think it's as he's, like, turning into Pac-Man and all that. Like, when he's really, like, tapped into his power. I think it's before, yeah. right as that's starting, if I remember correctly. Do you guys think they're going to stick with that? Well, being, he... Having powers, or did he lose He that? lost them when Ego dies. Oh, so. okay. Cool. Yeah. I would have kind of liked... It would have kind of been cool. It. Yeah. <laughs> If he had had powers, like, from then on, but I get why yeah. they didn't. They want to keep him yeah. relatable, the relatable human guy, you know, Chris Pratt, man of the people. Oh, yeah. Also, Mario Our Mario. favorite Italian plumber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's favorite Italian plumber, Star-Lord. Um, I'm struggling <laughs> to find it on the platform that I'm looking for. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, the platform is Bing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, Ooh Child by the Five Stair Steps. I just right. love that song. Oh, Definitely I love that song didn't too. know it before the movie. Yeah, it's it's integrated really well to the movie as well. And it's like the context of like the dance scene where it's like that's not the song that I really would have picked as like a dancing song like in my <laughs> yeah. brain, but it just fits that scene so well. And it's like I just love it. I love that song. That's great. Yeah, I, I haven't rewatched the second one many times. I think I've only watched the second half of the second one uh, on a rewatch. But I watched the first one all the time. And by all the time, I mean like once every two years. Sure. Which is honestly kind of a lot to yeah. rewatch a movie, you know? It is. 
it's a good time. All right, guys, I think we've exhausted those movies. Yeah, I, I really like them a lot. I think we've come to that conclusion that we all like them. Same. But James Gunn has done so much He's more, like Slither. So much more, and like Super. Slither and Super. Yeah. His two pre Let's talk about DC Slither movies. for a second. I want to talk about Slither. For one second. Yeah. I like. Okay, now <laughs> we're moving on. Yeah. Um, my question has to do with the DC universe, which maybe Ooh. we should talk about last. So, Niall, you do your question now. <laughs> A perfect episode. I was going to say that maybe we talk about the DC Universe next because mine is a little less based on actual reality. I forget what your question is. That's our fun finale. So, for those of you who don't know, James Gunn recently announced a piece. He said just a piece of the lineup for what his DC Universe is going to be like. DC Cinematic Universe, I don't know exactly what the DCU stands for, but that's what they're calling it going forward. And so basically, they're calling it Gods and Monsters, and it's going to start with Superman Legacy, which comes out in July of 2025. Mm. So we're still over two years away from that, even (laughs) starting. But (laughs) um, otherwise, I mean, the stuff he announced sounds pretty neat. There's some like James Gunn-esque stuff in there where it's like, I don't know what this is, but hopefully it's cool. So the movies are Superman Legacy, The Authority, Batman, The Brave and the Bold, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and Swamp Thing. Those are all movies. And the TV shows are Creature Commandos, which is an animated TV show. Waller, which is based on Amanda Waller. (laughs) (laughs) The first reaction, positive or negative, is just a... (laughs) Okay, then we have a Green Lantern show starring Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart called Lanterns, which is probably the thing I'm most excited for. I think that will be awesome. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, Paradise Lost, which is a prequel TV show about um, the like Themyscira and all the, you know, all the Wonder Woman people, and uh, Booster Gold. So, you, you know, know what? You know what Paradise Lost makes me think of every time. What? This is not really like real. I just wanted to get this out of my head. I don't uh, know why because they're not related at all. But it always makes me think Apocalypse Now. Hmm. Yeah, Paradise Lost, okay. Apocalypse Now, like they just kind of, I don't know why. I feel it's like Paradise Lost is of. a book or movie or something like that. Possibly. Could be. Might but be. anyway, these all sound cool. And James Gunn is producing all of these with his co-producer Peter Safran, who are now both running DC. Um, but, you know, which of these sounds good and fun to you guys? Because I'm excited for almost all of these. Um, but what about you guys? <laughs> what, what do you think sounds I... neat and rad? So I'm really excited about, first of all, Superman (laughs) Legacy. Yeah. Because I think if there's anything that will get me to like Superman, it will probably be James Gunn being in charge of it. Yeah. Um, Because I'm not a Superman fan. (laughs) Um, So I'm I'm excited to see Superman in the context. Lucas gets cast. Yeah, if I get cast, that's the other one that would. Is it even really if at this point? It's kind of when. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm pretty confident in that performance. I yeah, we're, it's a question of details at yeah, this point. Exactly. Um, but I'm excited to hopefully get a chance to think of Superman as something other than just lame, generic superhero, you know? Mm. Um, also, speaking of characters that are not lame, generic superheroes, super excited about Booster Gold. Yeah. I... 
I think that character is such a funny concept and like <laughs> it's Jared just also clearly excited. For those of you not watching, yeah. just yeah. whoever Wait, Did you say is is Booster Gold a TV show or it a is. movie? Yeah, it's a TV show. TV show. I feel like that fits. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Gonna be just kind of goofy yeah. comedy, whatever. Um, goofy comedy, whatever. Jared, you pretty, love goofy comedy, whatever. It'll be like we've established. I love goofy you comedy, love raunchy superhero sexy <laughs> as well. You like sexy. Sure. No, I only like my Halloween costumes. Oh, I see. I, right. see. I don't Movies like my raunchy. Sexy. Okay, that makes, that's my sexy. mistake. Movie and TV shows raunchy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sorry about that. That makes Sounds total right. sense. That's okay. Just um, Peacemaker season two is also coming as well. So, oh, also, I guess I should have prefaced this um, with the Flash that comes out this year, which is technically not maybe a part of this whole thing. Um, <laughs> James Gunn it's says that it's like his, yeah. It's like Sorry. resetting everything, basically. So that's how Superman is going to be recast, and all this junk is just because the Flash, I guess, is just going to make everything go reset. In that James Gunn and everyone is just going to choose who they want to keep and who they want to boot. Yeah. And so if someone, some people say the same, it's like, oh, okay, cool. And if some people are gone, it's like, oh yeah, it's because when the Flash happened, <laughs> they just brought back a different version of him. The, so it's yeah, the Flash happened. Great. The Flash yeah. happened, and now the Flash is different <laughs> because Ezra Miller is a problem. Yeah, they've been talking um, like, oh yeah, Ezra Miller. There's still a possibility he could come back, no, but I no guarantee way. you the only reason they're saying that is because they don't want to cut the limbs off this movie before it comes out by saying, yep. oh yeah, that main character, there's no shot he's staying around because there's yeah. no yeah. way he stays around because he's committed heinous crimes across yeah. the country for a year. It's like, <laughs> there's no way they keep it. At least they yeah. better not. Driving across the country with a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, I I also think it's worth noting James Gunn has said that The Flash is, quote, maybe one of the best superhero movies ever made. Which is crazy. Not a chance. Which is a bold claim. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom Cruise Not also really liked chance. it, apparently. For some reason, Tom Cruise... Why is Tom Cruise singing in the ring? You know? I don't know. Again, maybe he's he in takes it. his projects pretty well. Yeah, he, he's, I don't think he's involved Maybe he is... Maybe he's playing Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> he could be playing Iron Man. He's so he's cool. the next Flash. <laughs> His run. We're like we want someone <laughs> young and relatable. Yeah, That's dude, great. doing the Ethan Hunt run as the Flash. Let's go. That'd be pretty great. There, okay, so with Tom Cruise in the then DC, that would be the best superhero movie <laughs> ever right. made. Let's be one hundred percent. Ezra Miller like 100%. running back in time, and he just like morphs his face, morphs to become Tom Cruise. As he and then back. you've got all the film bros that are watching it, and they're like, "Did you guys know that Tom Cruise actually ran faster than than the, the speed of light? of light?" And he replaced <laughs> Ezra Miller in real life. Ezra Miller, yeah, he does all of his own stunts. Anymore. So does all. All of his own stuff. He likes to do his own stuff. That is so, so funny. Um, <laughs> Tom Cruise has long rumored to be a Hal Jordan, though, so maybe he shows up as Green Lantern. So that would oh. be honestly, if they went with like could an explain older why Jordan, he's seen that could be cool. DC stuff. Yeah, yeah, with the pilot. Yeah, yeah. The pilot. Is he a pilot? Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick becomes Green, Gun. Green Lantern. Green Lantern. <laughs> Wow. It's a working title. <laughs> Top working Gun, title. Green Gun, Green Lantern. <laughs> I'd go see it. <laughs> so, Jared, what about you? Do any of these even sound appealing at all? Or do you just totally not care? And that's a perfectly I'd, acceptable answer, if not. I'll be I'll be honest with you. 
Nej, det har jeg ikke. I just am so superheroed out. And again, yeah, is it because of Ant-Man? I, I'm excited. No, I was superheroed out before Ant-Man, but that one did not <laughs> help. help. Anything. Well, what it about Shazam 2? Like, you saw that, and you loved it. Shazam 2, I mean, you love come it. on. Come on. You loved it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not excited for any of them, but I'm I'm optimistic that there will be one that you know people are like, no. The overall general consensus is, even if you don't like superhero movies, this is such a great movie. Yeah, you know, and I and I'm I'm hopeful of that. I'm hopeful there's a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, among these. I'm hopeful yeah. there's like a, a Winter Soldier. You know, Captain America Winter Soldier yeah. or a Spider-Man 2. That's just a a beautiful beautiful movie that's heartfelt and and it impactful. Just happens to be a superhero movie. And if it is, yeah, that's great, mm-hmm. you know. So, but I I'm not excited or, you know, I don't care about the cinematic universe of DC. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't care about it upon its initial attempt. <laughs> I don't care ago. about it on its reset. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The so. see, my thing is that the the thing that makes me um, cautiously optimistic, we'll say, about this is that James Gunn himself is a filmmaker before he's a producer, and so he has come yeah. into this saying, "I've worked for DC and Marvel already." Like, I know their problems, I know their issues, and the biggest thing is that they don't put the writer and the director first. And he's like, that's what we're really going to emphasize, is we're not just going to make something for the sake of making it. I mean, clearly, like, they're not like, oh, man, obviously, we have to make an authority movie. People have been begging for it for yeah. so long. We need a swamp thing. Yeah, exactly. They're not, these are, these are not movies that people are like, oh, finally, they're listening to us. It's like stuff that they probably heard a really good pitch for or they already have a really good idea for and are saying, we're going to make sure that this is made well or we're not going to make it at all. And so that is the correct way of doing things, I think. Um, and yeah. so because of that, that's why I'm optimistic. Because these movies and because shows... Because of that, I'm in. And because of, for these reasons, I'm <laughs> For in. that reason. Um, and even just like a Batman reset and all these things, it's like, wow, huh, very interesting. Um, And James Gunn himself is a huge fan of comics, both, like, older and more modern. Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is a comic that came out, like, this year, I think. And so it's cool that he's, like, adapting modern stories that he's read and he's passionate about. So That's that's true. um, And you make a good case on that. I think with – if that is the case, I think we're going to get more movies like The Batman. And, again, that one was also Mm -hmm. great and knew exactly what it was trying to do. It was suspenseful. It was interesting. If that's what we're getting, then I'm, I'll be in. More The Batman's, less Joker 2019. <laughs> yes. Although we are yeah. getting one more of each of those, yes. at least. So. Yes, yep. we are. Also, that's an important thing to note. Um, those movies, Joker, Folia 2, and uh, uh, The do. Batman 2, um, Cold as Electric. Ice, hopefully. <laughs> no, it's just called um, The Batman Part 2. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll see. Cold as ice. What a horrible <laughs> it's like, it's Well, it's like Mr. Freeze. Cold as yeah. he never says that. That's never a title of a Mr. Freeze. You don't thing. know that that he never says that. No, what if I he want says it in something the in the way, in the same <laughs> in the... like idea, like the something <laughs> yeah, in the way, but it's cold as ice, as ice. <laughs> and like it's incorporated into the score. Yeah. 
man. That'd be um, sick. But listen, those movies don't exist under James Gunn's umbrella of control. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. Uh, well, like like they do, but, it's but not they part don't of the exist universe. in. Yeah. They fully outdo. They fully outdo yeah. him. <laughs> That's true. Madness for Tudum. Um, but, but yeah, they, that that is a good point. They're, they will yeah, still make like, stuff that's like outside of the main universe stuff, yeah, and they'll be clear to determine which ones yeah. are which. He's business in charge of them, and he's like producer in charge of them, but they're not under any obligation to connect to anything or exist mm. within like any certain boundaries that a cinematic universe yeah. uh, tends to create, naturally or otherwise. And he said they're going to be really apprehensive to make anything outside of the main universe out yeah. because it's like well we have this and so it really has to be a good reason to exist outside of the uni- shared universe otherwise it'll just be start to get too confusing especially right. since so yeah you know all the and the script has to be like like great like page it, great script yeah, all that really stuff. good script mm-hmm. and also necessary to exist outside of the universe yeah so explains right. why folia do is getting made of course well it was already getting made obviously gonna be so. a good script yeah. um but he know. did green light I, the honestly, batman too so that yeah. that is good i'm excited for folia do i know i know how can you be excited for it <laughs> like what because i like the first you like oh man it looks so cool like i like I the first one so what about so excited <laughs> I like Joker 2019. What about the idea or the casting or the premise of it being a musical? Like every single did piece you, that I've heard. Did you hear though? Did you hear the the explanation of oh, the Oh, I've heard it. Thing? And it makes me hate it even more. What what have you heard? I've heard that it's like all in his brain. And that like no, the musical no, 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 is no. like, oh, they're going crazy together and it's like their own no, little No, that's world. not what I've heard. Okay, I've well. heard that oh. it is the musical element is like unto the um, the singing like violation scene in Clockwork Orange, oh, a movie I don't like. Sure, <laughs> I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that Clockwork Orange you need to like, but if you know that scene, it's not. Have you seen a that musical? Scene? It's probably yes. one of the worst things I've ever seen. Just like in terms of like. <laughs> Like, truly, like, disturbing. And that's the point. I get that that's the point of that movie and that scene. But I'm like, man, why would you make this and be like, oh, hey, look, it's art. When you're basically just actually sexually abusing someone. And it's just, like, so barely Kubrick fans, Kubrick fans sound off. Yeah, Kubrick comments. fans sound off. Very classic um, lovers of Kubrick on the podcast. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah. I've loved all of them, um, but yeah, I'm you. Can, you know I'm who, glad who you're films I have loved all of them. <laughs> James Gunn. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Especially Slither, and especially Super. Well, hey, I've got a question. Let's hear your question. If we're done talking about DC, I feel like we. I think yeah, are. I think we've exhausted all that we need to talk about with that. <laughs> I've exhausted myself for sure. Well, I've exhausted breath. you by berating everything you say. Yeah, well, like, I just think it's okay that I'm excited for Foliad to... I think, I think it is okay that you're excited for it, but I will say you're one of the few people who are actually looking forward to that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. And that is okay. Anyway, um, here's a question for you let's, about James Gunn. Let's hear it. All about James Gunn. 
not even a little bit about anything else except for that it certainly is. It's about 50% about James Gunn and 50% about other directors and other movies. And it is as follows. Are you ready? Yes. I'm so ready. If... Okay, let me figure out how to word <laughs> <No>. this. <laughs> uh, if. James Gunn. Hmm. You can, yeah. that's, on, that's on par consider. with Jared's question. <laughs> Listen, consider uh, for a moment with me. Um, James Gunn, once upon a time, did a soft reboot of Suicide Squad. Making The Suicide Squad. Which is um, just one trillion times better um, than the original. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So whether it's a soft reboot or a full-on remake, what is a movie or even an IP that you just feel like would be in really good hands if it was kind of revived with James Gunn? You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I'll, I'll go first. I'll have an answer that might make me- make uh, Niall mad. Uh-oh. Joker 2. <laughs> <laughs> Just more Joker 2 hate. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, uh, my, my first thought was uh, an intellectual property that's kind of like... Uh, he wrote the old Scooby-Doo movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about that oh, yet. I don't know if we got but, mentioned. Um, like, those are just childhood classics i think for a whole generation and probably the generation who listens to this podcast yeah Yeah. um and so he's able to make like really really fun like characters you know in a world that's kind of cartoony okay and i think one cartoony world that has not felt cartoony is the transformers world oh (laughs) nice yeah that's actually Um, a great idea so he's he's definitely made movies with really high budgets and he's contributed to really high, you know, CGI, like, caliber storytelling. And so, I don't know. Seeing him kind of work with these characters who, again, are cartoon characters. And just have fun, make fun characters, and tell a fun story. You know, I don't think he'd... In, I don't know what what he would do, but I would trust him to handle it well. And not only maintain the source material, but really make something it exceptional with yeah. it. Um, like not like Transformers needs to be improved upon, but if it were in James Gunn's hands. So what I, I was getting at that. is that it does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I should have done better. Should have been more clear. Yeah, I clarified. <laughs> should have been more clear. No, it's, it's bad. It's necessary that these movies are <laughs> blotted out and reset and we okay. move on from them. Um, the other one that I think would be really fun in his hands, I really don't want to do superhero stuff, but I think um, giving him something that has something to do with maybe more uh, supernatural or like super like um, fantastical elements is in his wheelhouse. And so the other one I would think is if they were to, and I, and I know they've tried this a couple of times, but remaking Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, I think his ability to have really funny characters who you care about, who are well-established, doing fun work where, I mean... Supernatural and scary work, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like He's got a little bit There can be, dookie. for sure, horror elements like Slither mm-hmm. and... So good. Super. Have we talked about Slither yet? 
Come on. We got to talk about guys. Slither, guys. Slither. Oh. oh, man. Where to even start? No, we We've don't have all time. seen yeah, it. We we'll, don't have time. We'll do a full episode. Yeah, we'll later. do a full episode on Slither. When James Gunn listens and he's like, I have to know your opinions. He's like, tell me about Slither. <laughs> oh, man. So those are my two answers. Good those answers. are great answers, honestly. Very good. Thank you. Um, since I'm next, I will say one superhero and one non. Um, if you can see behind me, there's a cool little poster and posters of the X-Men. Um, Is that a Sports Illustrated magazine? <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're watching, you know it's weird. X-Men. See, look, it's X-Men. If you're listening, it's X-Men, too. If you're listening, it's, it's no, Sports no, Illustrated. It's, it's, it's X-Men. Yeah. It's X-Men. And it's like... It's X-Men. X-Men. It's, it's, it's raunchy it's like enough that Howl- Jared would it's, like it if it were a movie. Yeah, I'd watch oh, it if it was no. adapted. Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let this episode go out. Don't let people know. <laughs> we have to delete Well, this. if they watch the video, then they'll know for sure. Yeah, yeah. then they'll so know this if this is a good way for, case, to get but... you guys to watch the video. Um, yeah, 52 minutes in. <laughs> if you want to switch over to YouTube real quick. <laughs> hey, but the posters are behind me every episode. So if you've watched any of the other ones, then you'll know as well. You yeah, have, but you, you do have what's your answer? Was 53, what's your answer? Just this week, if there was a Sports Illustrated up on your wall. If there was. Okay, what's your answer? Anyway, X-Men, because I think he would do oh. great with X-Men. Um, obviously, it's Marvel, and so he's not going to be doing it within the next 10 years or something, because I think that's his deal with DC, is for the next 10 years. So he's going to be with DC for a long time, and it's an exclusive rights deal, which means he's not making any non-DC movies for a while. But... Even so, you, you know, in this theoretical world, X-Men would be awesome to see him take on. You know, just take a f- core group of like five or six characters like he did with Guardians and then kind of expand them out through there. It would be so cool. He'd be great at it. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though, I think that he could make some really cool Star Trek movies because mm, I personally yeah. really like the new Star Trek movies. But they've just kind of been, you know, on hold for a while. Nothing is really. And they're clearly there. looking for other direct, like with the Quentin Tarantino thing. And Matt like Shackman. they're looking for kind of a reset, reboot. Yeah, yeah. or at <laughs> least to bring them back. Reboot something, but like a reset yeah. of the of the the production end of things. For sure. Yeah, James I mean the fun. Good pick. What I love about Star Trek is when they never like. I guess they they have rebooted it and recast characters. Yeah. But honestly, they're just like, no, this is the story of this mm-hmm. ship or this yep. ship. And they they can keep producing content and make it feel new and yeah. fresh. And even the, the, same the new world. movies aren't like a reboot, technically, because yeah, the like old Spock and everything. Like the first one, I really continuum. Yeah, exactly. There's all the time warping and stuff like that. And That's I right. really <laughs> like the first and third. Like I just rewatched the third one last week and I was like, man, this movie is cool. Beyond? Yeah, Star Trek Beyond. It's very much just feels like, you know, a cool, really well-produced two-hour moment in their lives is, you know, adventure, space adventure crew of the uh, Enterprise. And so yeah. it's it's great. But, um, yeah, I think he could do a lot of cool stuff with Star Trek, especially because, like, Peter Quill and um, Jenks Kirk, like, definitely have their similarities in terms of, like, you know, they're the outlaw <laughs> yeah. kid and they have to get themselves put together so they can lead their crew and then they end up doing a good job of it, like. Even just that main character in both worlds would be cool to see him take on. Yeah. Would you want that same kind of like cast or would you want something different? As far as like the current Chris Pine cast, I mm-hmm. think he could do great with it. I mean, in this theoretical world, then yeah, that's what I would want him to pick up is just keep those guys. But in gotcha. reality, he'd probably choose a new one and I'm sure he'd do a great job of choosing the new one. So either way, cool. honestly, I'd be down for it. No, I like that. Will Poulter as Captain Kirk. 
No. Anyway. Will Poulter has a half the group. <laughs> he plays. Um, <laughs> he's big enough now that he'd take up that much Cyborg's space. Cyborg's one yeah. big enough. Like, um, his mass. He just fills yeah, the dude. cabin. He's like, I'm James he T. Kirk. He's a bulky little boy right now. Yeah, but anyway, strength. Um, here's my... Well, yeah. Yeah. He's not fat. Um, <laughs> he's not... Go look up pictures of Will Poulter. He's not <laughs> fat. Oh, he's, okay. he's not fat. Let me look it up. Um, if there's one thing I know about him. You know who is fat? Jack Black. No. And that brings me to my next answer, which oh. is... Man, um, Will Poulter is fat. I don't know what you're saying, bro. No. You're silly and dumb. Um, listen, though. Let's listen. Let's listen. You ready? I'm ready. I'm going to All lean right. into... Yeah, you guys have both kind of touched on things that he could do based on, the, you know, the supernatural stuff and the space stuff and, and all that stuff. I'm going to lean into the music stuff. Oh. And I'm going to bring back an idea that I had in high school that I sent a, a, an email, I think, to Universal um, telling them to make, and they didn't respond. Oh, dude, that's a bummer, but it's cool <laughs> uh, that you wrote it. Yeah, because um, I had a really good idea for a soft reboot of The School of Rock in high school rather than an elementary school with, like, basically, like, the kind of detention kids, you know? Like, like troubled youth. And mm, instead like a of lemonade Jack- mouth situation. Sure. But instead of Jack Black, you have Dave Grohl. Come in oh, as like ex rocker new teacher. Is um, he good at acting? This just sounds like a dream that Niall had. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just um, like this but, must be made. But, and since it's a um, question that I asked, I get to say whatever I want. I love Dave Grohl. He is super charismatic. That's true. He is. Um, yeah. He. I think if he were in a situation, because I saw Studio Six. I was going to ask about Fighters that movie. Um, it was hard to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was truly bad. The thing that made it really fun was that I'm a big Foo Fighters fan and I like all those personalities, you know? Mm. And it really just seemed like something that they made for fun. It felt like a two and a half hour... Two and, two and a half hour? Um, it, it probably more like two hours. It felt like a two hour... It felt like just a four video. hour, just fun little <laughs> thing they did together. Well, it, it, it was an hour and a half, but it felt like a two and a half hour music video <laughs> okay, um, yeah, yeah. of like just because you get to see all their personalities and it's fun, right? However, I think Dave Grohl with a with a director like James Gunn, who can get performances out of people and and he knows kind of how to angle things. I think he could get a really solid performance out of Dave Grohl. I think it would be a fun story with a really cool and um, good. Like like unique and approachable soundtrack with it, um, and I, I think it could be a really really fun movie that needs to be made immediately. Um, mm, I don't know about that. And it needed to be made immediately when I was in high school and I wrote the email. Who did you pitch as the director then? <laughs> I don't think I pitched. You just I said just you said, want. Dave Here's Gold. a story that I think that you should have. I don't want any money for it. Just make the movie. <laughs> but then when the movie had come out, you could have sued him because you had the email. Yeah, but if the email, I think in the email, I in the email, oh, say, you said that. I don't want money. Oh, yeah. I'm not pitching for this to you as a business idea for me. Because I just want to see. Clearly, this movie. if this movie had been made, it would have made a billion dollars. It would have been yeah, hundred percent the best. Just about It'd be one of the biggest, the highest grossing movie ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Do you guys have any other James Gunn related facts or news or trivia you guys want to talk Here's about? Here's my or other ask? fact that I have. Let's have a fun fact about him. 
Um, the Guardians, we mentioned that you could feel the lack of James Gunn in Thor Love and Thunder. Correct. And some of our more astute but less learned listeners may be thinking, well, wait a minute, Niall. They were in Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, and that wasn't James Gunn, and they felt like themselves there. Well, you're wrong. It was James Gunn. James <gasps> Gunn what? wrote the dialogue for all of the Guardians characters in the Guardians scenes in those movies. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. Very and I love cool. those ones. And oh, that's so good. That is so good. Man, I did not know that, Niall. Thank you for learning me as an unlearned yeah. individual. Here's another here's another fact about James Gunn. From two thousand were astute to hear that I to hear the potential. I was yeah, you're correct. I was. I was. From two thousand yeah. to two thousand eight he was married to Jenna Fisher, who plays Pam on The Office. Did you guys know that? <laughs> I, I did, did not, not know yeah, that. Isn't that wild? That and I don't wild. think they ever collaborated. Like, they never made anything together. So It's crazy. Yeah. He's steering right away hey. from that nepotism. You gotta love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Gotta love it. Business and family. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep them separate. separate. Here's, a, here's a fun fact. <clears throat> Let's hear another fun, fun fact. fact. James Gunn's hair is so white right now. <laughs> he dyes it. That I, I, does he? He must. He's got to because, like, I feel like it was like starting to go gray, and he was like, "I'm leaning all the way into yeah. it." Because if it really is as white as it is, he has had the worst ten years of any person <laughs> alive. To be alive <laughs> more than any president, <laughs> dude. Obama didn't go that white. No, you know, Obama went like he got some white hair, but not that bad. James Gunn like, went James through Gunn, being fired and then rehired by Marvel. Which is you, worse than eight yeah, years yeah, yeah. of the U.S. You presidency. Like you could, well, low-key, I don't think that he was ever actually fired. I have a conspiracy. I do think this. he was actually fired. Because he immediately went to D.C. Yeah, but here's what. Listen. Let's hear the conspiracy theory. I'm, now we're down <coughs> this think, rabbit hole. I think public facing, he was fired. But here's the thing. They were never going to give up his script. No. It was it just was him as script. director. Yeah. And there's there's the problem. He was being fired because of things that he had written. As a writer, tweet like tweets yeah, like and lines in ago. old movies and things like that. And so the issue is, I think if Disney actually was planning on full firing him and never had a plan to bring him back, they would have said, we're getting rid of him. We're getting rid of the script. We're having a new script made or we're not making the movie. But they were always like, we're still making the movie. Same script. Don't worry about it. And they were just going to wait for the public to kind of cool off about him and then hire him back. And that's exactly what happened. I think that that was even in the conversation with James Gunn, where it was basically like, hey, a little bit of a PR, like, firestorm right now. We're going to publicly let you go, but we're still planning on bringing you back in to do this after people have calmed down a little bit. I'm going to tell you. 100% what I believe. I'm going to tell you why that's wrong. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not going to listen. <laughs> because Guardians 3 had a release date of 2020 originally. And they were about to go into production because it was summer of 2018, right? So, well, maybe not quite start to go into production, but they were getting closer. They were And up. there was no shot. Marvel was like, yeah, go ahead and just go off and take a job at DC, postpone our movie by three years. We don't mind. We don't, don't mind that, that. I don't think that. That's I don't fine. think that DC knew. Also, Kevin Feige did not know that James Gunn was getting fired. 
he just was told and is like, are you kidding me? Like James Gunn, what is wrong with you? Because it wasn't even like the CEO of Disney. It was just some other subsidiary executive who saw the tweets and was like, oh no, bad PR. We got to immediately fire him. And so it was just an insanely dumb move. All of is coming from people who are being paid by Disney to talk to the media. Mm, I Okay. I mean, you believe what you want to believe, but that giving... There, okay, so beyond that, too, <laughs> Suicide Squad gave him Peacemaker, which also gave him Reigns of DC. And so it's like, right. why would Marvel just be like, yeah, you can just become our biggest competitor. We don't mind. Well, I don't it's think they knew at the time that he was going to become the CEO of, <laughs> of D, the No, the no DCU. one did. But it's like, yeah. That that's I, I will say that that is Listen, a man. false conspiracy. But I'm you right can believe whatever you want. Hmm. You can I'm believe right Joker 2 is going to be okay. good. You can believe that <laughs> I don't necessarily whatever. even think it's going to be good. I'm just excited for okay. it. I'm excited to see what it's going to be. I'll, okay. I I can well, say that I'm excited to see what it's going to be just because I'm so curious night, as to what it could possibly become. Opening night, the three of us, sipping some oh. Is that in October of yeah. 2024? Yeah. So I don't think Let's I'll do be it. around anymore. Opening night. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I will, will well, I've got a fun planet, fact right? to leave you with. Because I'm least, getting fired by James my Gunn. original creators. They're going to fire me and make me go back to my original planet. But then gotcha. if a different competing planet is going to hire me for one small project, then Earth will rehire me and I'll come back. But it will have been a conspiracy the whole time. But it sounds it like you've already found a passion project on another planet in Warhammer 40K. Mm. So you might just True. pursue And also that. abandoning my TV show that I had a passion for immediately right. after announcing I was coming yeah. back. To it. Well, hey, thank you guys so much. Yeah, for yeah we love you guys. Well, we can end with another fun fact. Oh. Uh, did you guys know James Gunn directed Slither? <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> you know what? Let's actually let's get into our Slither okay, conversation. Let's talk about Slither. Honestly, I love.